This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Giddy Dwarves Worry Happily. That was suggested by Clifton Durham on Patreon. Thank you, Clifton, for being a member of the 420 Club at patreon.com slash gettingdug. That's how you get your name on the show and you get to see pre-tipped episodes like this one. This one right now. This one is a pre-taped one. And uh, you'll get to see it a day early. Like I said, it's at patreon.com slash gettingdug. Doug plugs. Doug loves movies. 12 Guests of Christmas tapings are happening this Sunday and Monday, November 25th and 26th at the Gramercy Theater in New York City. And then on December 2nd and 3rd at Largo in Los Angeles. Plus, I'll be appearing in the Emerald Cup at Santa Rosa, California at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. I'll be like introducing bands and participating in panels and stuff. And that's December 15th through the 16th. For more info, go to douglasmovies.com and enjoy the show. I was right. Blast off. Here we are. We're in the basement. Pre-taping a show for your future enjoyment. Somebody clapped. I love entertainment that travels through time. And we're here with the legendary... Joe Lynch. <laughs> in was, my own mind, I yes. Was, I, I was trying to decide, am I going to make that <laughs> joke? <laughs> Thank God Tommy did it for you. Yes, that was beautiful. The legendary Tommy Chong and the slightly less legendary Joe Lynch are here. I'll everybody. take that. And, um, yeah, we're uh, just going to hang out and get high. You guys have both been on the show before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't, you know, know for some reason, uh, Joe, of course, is a, a filmmaker who, uh, I don't know if I've talked to you about this on the show, but boy, is Mayhem a, a lot of fun, that movie you that, saw that you made. Yeah, of course I saw it. My heart's grown three sizes bigger right now. <laughs> oh. See the Grinch this weekend. Um, no, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, Thank you yeah. so much. I, like, you talking about acclaimed filmmakers, we're speaking to one of the most acclaimed filmmakers of all time. Right, right here, innovator you know? as well. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so you can just, okay, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Let's let's talk your body of work. <laughs> I you understand, I was, I was so said, excited. When you texted me that this was happening, I was just blown away because just on a filmmaker level. Mm, like, thank you. I, I'm, I'm honored to be in your presence. Yeah, I am a legend. <laughs> <laughs> but can we just talk about after hours? You could talk about anything oh, yeah. you want to, because I really did plan this. I was like, I'm going to get really high and then watch Joe talk to Tommy. <laughs> That's okay, because if we can just talk about your body of work, I would be fine. Sure. We could smoke a little, too. But uh, I we're definitely going to smoke. We definitely have to start smoking. I almost forgot about that. Uh, I'm on my lunch break now, so this is perfect timing. Of, of the program. So you're in the middle of an edit on uh, your next uh, project, your yes. next thing? Yep. I'm uh, a few weeks away from delivering uh, the new movie. I'm, uh, I'm cutting it now called Point Blank. No, Ooh. no, no, not that one. Uh, sorry. Uh, it's a remake of a French film that came out in 2010. Um, it's a kind of action thriller, I guess you could say, stars Anthony Mackie, Frank Grillo, Marsha Gay Harden. I, I've now hit the Academy Award-winning pinnacle. That's know, nice, yeah. Where I can give direction and she can just kind of wave her Oscar and I'll go, fair enough, and just go back That's to one. That's weird that Marsha brought that to the set. Every day. Wow. She actually hung it on her, like a chain, like, like Flavor Flav, where anytime <laughs> there was a note, she would just go, You'd be like, Marcia, that, that's weighing you down. We don't need a, like a hunchback in this scene. We need you to stand upright. <laughs> She's just weighed down by yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, I got I to gotta admit, though, um, one of the greatest movie-going experiences of my life happened during the shoot. 
Um, do you guys remember when 2001 came out on like IMAX over the summer? They had like a very special limited engagement. Yes, and I meant to go and oh. I didn't because I took a nap or something. <laughs> Two and a half hour nap. <laughs> That's probably yeah. about right. Um, no, that movie is real. It's quite lulling. It, it's uh, it's it's the perfect cinematic sedative, I guess mm. you can say. Oh, okay. Uh, not bad. I know? like that. Uh, but they were showing it uh, in IMAX, and it just so happened to be playing. And we shot the movie in Cincinnati. And uh, lovely Cincinnati, Ohio, home of Skyline Chili. Uh, and they're like, one weekend only, got to go. So I bought like a bunch of tickets for the crew and just said, anybody who wants to come, it would be my pleasure to have you guys oh, watch the movie with me. And fucking Marsha Gay Harden shows up. Of course. I'm like, cool, kick ass. It's a free and then movie. We, we sit down, yeah, fucking free movie, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. I'd watch Detective Pikachu if it was free. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to pay full price. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but sitting down with Marsha, and then she goes, I just want to let you know, I've never seen this movie. So to sit next to one of my favorite actors and watch this movie for the first time. Oh, nice. Completely sober, by the way. Nice. Uh, was insane. And then, when the movie was over, she just, like, you look over at her, and she's just like, her head is back against the seat. She goes, Jesus Christ. Whoa. That's all she said. Whoa. That was it. And then it was just, she would send me uh, texts about like, do you know what the Star Baby's about? And I'm like, oh, Marshall, we've been like, I've seen the movie a few times. I, I know the theories. Uh, well, but well we, you get working on movies and you, get, you don't get a social life. You know? No. Well, that's the thing. Like every... Usually you see movies when you're unemployed. You know, I, I, I see a lot of movies. I see a lot of movies. Then. <laughs> Shit, I'm in, I'm in trouble. <laughs> But you're right, though. Like, yeah. when you're doing, like, five-day weeks or six-day weeks, it's like you have enough time for you don't have laundry, you know, and then you're back yeah. to your shot list. Yeah, you don't have a life. We, there was this great bar in Cincinnati called Video Archives, which was uh, a Tarantino-themed bar. Oh, Where nice. the, the opening is an old video store, and you have to ask a question. Like, you get a question about one of the movies, and there's all these VHS tapes. And if you get the answer right, you pull the button back, and a secret door opens up in the wall and you walk into this total Tarantino bar. And uh, needless to say, I was there a lot. Uh, but they would do movie nights every Saturday night and they would show like, Goodfellas. Uh, they showed up in smoke one night, mm -hmm. um, which was great. And then I kept going so much, they're like, do you want to just run the movie nights here. and everything? <laughs> so, uh, so I started doing that. We watched, one night we watched uh, Three O'Clock High, uh, The Last Dragon, uh, and then Maximum Overdrive. Three o'clock high, a Japanese movie? No, no, no. Uh, it's the one that came out in the eighties. Uh, it's the one with um, the bully, uh, the high school bully. Oh, oh Phil okay. Juano. She'll, Phil Juano. Mm -hmm. uh, but what was great, like when you work on movies and you're always talking about movies mm -hmm. and stuff, and then you quickly find out, like, holy shit, there's a lot of people who haven't seen this particular yeah. movie or that particular movie. Well, there's so to, many. Yeah, and so you know, showing the Last Dragon and Three O'clock High together was awesome. And then Marsha Gay Harden shows up. She's like, I want to watch some movies. I think she likes him. I, that's fine. I'm totally yeah. fine with that. But then when we put on Maximum Overdrive, do you know Maximum Overdrive, Stephen King's only directorial effort? I've probably seen it. I, I'm terrible with titles. It's, it's fair enough. It's the same as directions. I, I know what the place is next to. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I don't know where the place is itself. You've this seen is Maximum like the Overdrive, killer right? machines uh, against Emilio Estevez. Yes. Oh, okay. So, uh, so we're watching that movie next, and... Again, watching Marsha Gay Harden watch this movie, and she just kept going, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> totally different reaction than 2001. So to be able to have an experience of watching 2001 and Maximum Overdrive felt like a good balance, I'd say. It's very good. Well, let's balance out the chat with the weed smoking yes. and uh, try a little of uh, this stuff. We've got the sativa is called, speaking of movies, Pineapple Express. Hey! hey. Yeah, they, well, they, they made up the strain for the movie, and then now it's, it's come full circle, and it's an ah, actual nice. strain that's out there that people can enjoy. When I exhale, does yeah. like a cloud of Judd Apatow like, furrow out of my mouth? Like, <laughs> I don't think no. he had anything to do with that one. Oh, didn't he produce it? Maybe. Have you guys seen the new Cohen movie? Oh, Buster Scruggs? Yeah, no, have you seen it? Yet. Have I you? saw it. And? Yeah, oh, so good. Really? Because it's an anthology, right? It's, it's like a bunch of different it, stories. It's a Cohen movie. That's all I needed. It's yeah. a Cohen movie. But you can't always say that where you go like, oh, I want to see a good Cohen Brothers movie. And you go, I got the perfect movie. A Serious Man. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't quite hit no, all what the I mean, marks. What I mean with the Cohen movie is that you don't know what you're what going you're to get. Yeah, you yeah. have no idea. 
And then you, you wonder, wow, you know, because the, the actors talk to the screen and, all, you know, they break all the rules. I love and, that. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Of course, I was stoned, so. <laughs> Speaking of which, all right. But that doesn't make garbage good, though. No, it doesn't? Sure. You did watch Mayhem. You, sm you smoke too much. You smoke too much weed in your life. That's 90s. probably it. I smoke too much. Yeah. See, you're normal. It makes me normal. Yeah, That's I gotta right. smoke that little bit that just makes me no, crazy. You, 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 know, you gotta to be uh, on a dope fast movies. for about a year. A whole year? Yep. To be able to appreciate movies. How long were you or? in prison, Tommy? Nine, nine months, but <laughs> yeah, I was on okay. a dope fast for <laughs> for two years. Really? Yeah, because I was on pre-trial probation. Oh, right, probation you had all the probation stuff. And, yeah. and, and after a trial, after a sentence probation. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was out of weed for, for two, two years. years. Two years. And then when, when you started up again, it must have been amazing. It was so good. What was that first hit like? <laughs> <laughs> the first was, it, was it like the end of 2001? <laughs> the first hit made me uh, buy new shoes. Seriously. I had these old running shoes. They were they're skateboarder shoes, and I was on a on a, a beach, a very rugged beach in British Columbia, Canada, and I lit up, and I went walking on the on the logs, and I did a a, a pratfall that was. You know that if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, oh. well, if a comic falls on his ass and he screams and nobody hears it, that was me. <laughs> I laid there in my pain and thinking, it was like God said, okay, you're going to have a toke, but I'm going to fuck with you. For... And it happened. But that was my, uh, my first toke. It was but great. then you still went back to it again. and Oh, I, I, you know, once you, you fall, you got to get back on the horse. You know? So I'm going to quit for two years is the plan, according to Tommy. Yeah. All right. That'll do it, man. I'm going to pencil that in for... Uh... But I bet you can't make a week. <laughs> I'd like to wait wow, until oh, I'd shit. like to wait until like November-ish of oh, 2020 before quitting for two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like things to settle down a little bit before I quit. Wait until after the 311 cruise. <laughs> well, that's for damn sure. You know, <laughs> I, I, you got a cruise coming? No, uh, no. Uh, the, the, the band 311 does uh, the 311 cruise, and you've done it what three times now? Dude, this is gonna be my sixth one, man. Uh, 300th and 11? But this will uh, be my sixth and their seventh, I think. Wow. I'm, I'm one behind. I didn't do one of them. But uh, it's always a blast. And I, you know, again, ask you, are you going to get a room and come on the cruise? Me? Yeah. I want to this year. Yeah, because we, we have a mutual friend that's also playing. That Peanut, you got to tell Peanut you want in because it's sold out. It's full. Where's the cruise go to? But they got, you know. Well, oh, they're going to Belize They know this people. Year? Belize, right? yeah. I want to go. Yeah, the Mosquito Coast. <laughs> Goes to Belize? Hmm? Did you say? Where, where does the cruise go? Belize, yeah, supposedly. There's a bunch of places. Yeah. Why hasn't someone Belize it or not. remade the Mosquito Coast? I don't know. That's the perfect movie, right? Do you remember the Mosquito Coast with uh, Harrison Ford? But the family that just oh, says, fuck Joaquin, it. Joaquin they, Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin. No, no, mm -hmm. that was River. It was River Phoenix. I get young River and young Joaquin. Not Joaquin. Uh, what's the other? Uh, Rain. Uh, yeah, River. Flower. Yeah, you're right. River. River. Blossom. River. <laughs> Dirt. Dirt Phoenix. Joaquin was Leaf when he was uh, a yeah, little kid. Yeah, when he was uh, in Space Camp. Space Camp. Wow. Yeah. Wow, damn, he beat me. God damn you it. Guys, you guys see a lot of movies. I, but I know Space Camp because I'm in Space Camp. What? Yeah, I'm like one of the NASA guys sitting there uh, panicking when they shoot children wait, in wait, space. Wait, 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 wait. It's true. So do I have to go back and watch Let's Space Camp? Let's go to the Camp? clip. Holy Ooh. shit, that was amazing. Wow. <laughs> I hope you, I really hope you cut to the clip. That would be fun. It would be fun to put that in there because this but is a pre-tape. You made me have to re-watch Captain EO and now I got to re-watch uh, well, this one, was, uh, Captain EO is pretty hard to spot me, but it's uh, it's quite easy to spot me in... Uh, in Space Camp? In Space Camp, and it's one of my... You You're know, the robot like, in it? One or? of my claims to... One of my own personal, like, uh, achievements that I'm very, very proud of that's just kind of obscure and strange is that, you know, John Williams mostly writes the scores for uh, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg movies, 
for some reason, he wrote the score to Space Camp. 80s were a and crazy time, man. And there's very dramatic music playing when I in the scene where the kids get shot into space. Bloop. And yeah, and I'm sitting at the computer and the camera's tracking behind me. And then I turn and look like I'm looking out the window at it rather than just watching it on my monitor. <laughs> and uh, and I turn and my you know mouth's hanging open like you know oh my god we're shooting children into space. And uh, but. At the time, it didn't. It, it, you know, the movie came out, and nobody, nobody cared for it. it nobody saw out. it. But uh, just recently, I was reminded of the fact that John Williams wrote the score, and that so John Williams had to watch video of me of looking at the kids, and then <laughs> write the music to it. So I, that to me That's is amazing, like though. total movie nerd thing. But so you've had I love it. Francis Ford Coppola, George Lucas, John Williams, all of them have all gone when looking at this footage and gone, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> Why is that guy there? Why is that guy there? Why is that happening? Cut away. No, cut I away. mean, Francis probably said that on the set. <laughs> because they hired, they ran the, went over budget, so they hired for the last day of shooting, they hired uh, non-dancers to just wear the costumes of for the, the dancers. For the finale part, right? Because you know how they're all choreographed yeah. when they first come in and stuff? Mm -hmm. And then at the end, when everybody's just celebrating, it's a whole new group of people. It's not those dancers. But they're wearing wow. their costumes. So we had That's to wear their Costumes, to good cutting, though, and then just jump around. Because <laughs> at that point, that's like when everyone at Disneyland, because it was like a Disneyland attraction, so mm. you'd wait in line for like an hour and a half mm -hmm. just to sit there and watch 18 minutes of Captain EO. But by the time the ending, when everyone's cheering, everyone's like, I gotta get the fuck off of this thing. I'm going, I gotta get back in line for Space Mountain. Is this thing over? Wrap it up, B? Because it's like that pullout, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's the big moment where everyone's celebrating and shit, the big swell of the music. Yeah. So you're in that moment? Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I probably missed you every time because I was already online for uh, fucking Space Mountain. Now, how, how did you get that gig? I like to say I'm, I'm in the part right after Angelica Houston turns from an ugly monster into a less ugly princess. <laughs> <laughs> um, Coming up next, I, uh, Angelica Houston's on. I mean, this I could go on and on about this. In fact, there was a whole episode called You, you Had to Be There. Uh, Oh, I was, there too. I was there too. I was there too. With uh, Matt Corley. podcast, yeah, we where we talked mostly about that. That's a great but, episode. But you know, once you get me started about, because I've been on so many weird uh, sets over the years for for various reasons. But in the case of that one, my friend, uh, a friend of mine, was playing the one-legged robot in the in the movie. And, of course. Yeah, and so he, uh, when they, when they, when the subject of we need to just have extras come in and play the dancers, he's like, oh, I know a guy, and so that's how I got in. <laughs> you were yeah. the guy. I just showed up. Yeah, yeah. And a choreographer did try to teach us some moves, and they just gave up after a few hours. <laughs> so like Paul Abdul so came over to, and was like, oh, are you going to do this? It and... was one of those ladies that you see on those things where there's choreography and they're talking about it. And uh, she really. So she was like, and five, six, seven, all eight. of it. Yeah, <laughs> all of it. Like really treating. I really felt like I was in a chorus line. <laughs> chorus line, the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she I'm was, so sorry. She I looked keep like Michael back. Douglas. Oh. Oof. So um, which one do we smoke first? I, dude, I can't believe you guys haven't smoked. I know. <laughs> Fuck. All right, all right. I gotta catch up. Anyone? I mean, I showed up to this particular party very high already, but right, well, uh, uh, we should all my smoke lunch break, something. So I'm fine. We got this little cutie here. Right, here we go. Uh, that's loaded up with the Sativa Pineapple Express. You want to try that? Sure. Is that, uh, and then Anything. Here's a lighter for you. Yeah. Thank you. Give it a give it a go. Here's we've had it on the table ever since. This is the pipe you gave me, Tommy. That's nice. That you can hang around your neck. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, Man, when still, I go back to the edit, these still fucking, my notes are gonna be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, how's Marsha Gay Harden gonna feel about the, some guy stoned out of his mind making editorial choices on, of, uh, over her performance? How do you think she got the Oscar last time? Wait, what? Ed Harris was smoking up that whole time in the edit room of Pollock. All those choices were Academy Award winning Ed choices. Harris directed that? Mm hmm. You're kidding. Yeah, that's, that's the movie that she got the uh, yeah. Oscar for. And Ed Harris is one of the best actors in the world, right? What about Marsha Gay Harden in The Mist? Terrifying. Terrifying. Right? I, I, A, that's one <laughs> of Stephen King's best stories because it's just so well constructed and has, if you remember the book, the book is fucking bleak. And then you see the movie and that ending. Have you ever seen The Mist? 
Probably. It's got <laughs> right here. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Probably in my travels. Um, but you know, a bunch of people get trapped this, by right? fog and monsters in a grocery store. <laughs> no, I'm not, and, uh, I'm not a big fan of the horror movie. Oh, okay. All it right. scares me too much. That's, that's good. Good talking to you, Tommy. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, the, the the mist is is really one of the most to me one of the most terrifying horror movies of the last 10 15 years it's just it's very well constructed it's very tight frank darabont who did the shawshank redemption directed oh it. i love shawshank uh, and and he goes and he's a big stephen king guy right see so you can you can take a nap now if you want we'll, we'll talk the mist if that's <laughs> no totally it's fine. still movies i'm still in okay yeah did you like the like mist? It. uh this is the other thing about the mist is it's one of those movies that i know quite a lot about but i've never never watched beginning to end wait and I also know that it has an ending that just bums people out. You've never seen it. And I've the never ending. seen it. Yeah. It's the bummer ending. I've managed to, end to keep the secret. Endings. Yeah, yeah. Well played, by the way. You know, it has one of the most <laughs> devastating endings, so much so that uh, the Weinsteins were like, we're not going to release this at really? all. Really? No, nope, we're not going to release was this. It, uh, and Darabont had a little bit of power at the time. And he went, fuck you. Well, yeah, it was. I was going to say, they, it was a fuck it. you ending. It was a, it's yeah, one yeah. of the greatest fuck you oh, I want to see that. It's like on a this. Twilight Zone kind of level. Right. Not giving anything away. Let's all do it, you guys. Let's see The Mist. Well, here, we'll wait. Well, <laughs> not to be a spoiler, but the Coen Brothers uh, movie, the ending is... You know, oh, okay. My wife wanted to leave. Said too That's much. how bad it was. But don't you think that like Coen my Brothers wife. movies always... <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that. Uh, um, don't you feel like Coen Brothers know how to end a movie even though at the risk of losing the audience. Oh, totally. You know, like no, they, it, they do it on like, purpose. Exactly. It's a, it's a fuck you to the audience. Yep. You know, but, but, are you, do you love me this much? You're going to sit all the way through? And, and, and that's what it was. What's yeah, your favorite I can't wait movie? to see it. Favorite? We got to go to a break, fellas. No, wait. But, I mean, you could still have that conversation okay, during good. the break, but we'll be, we'll be right back with Joe and Tommy. Hey, we're back. And uh, we were talking during the break about, or before we went to break, with uh, world-famous director Joe Lynch and uh, also director Tommy Charles. Had <laughs> 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 <Add> him out. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we were talking about the Coen Brothers, and you had said that your favorite Coen Brothers movie is Blood Simple. Blood Simple, yeah. I watched... That was the first one. That's the first one. Yeah. Uh, I have a tradition that's lasted for the last four movies. I watch Blood Simple the night before every shoot. Ooh. Before, like, the first day. Of course. It's the movie that, because yeah. I, I first got introduced to uh, the Coen Brothers through Raising Arizona being played, yeah. like, yeah. eight times a day yeah. on HBO. Yeah. But then, you know, Miller's Crossing and Barton Fink and <coughs> Hudsucker and all those, like, my appreciation grew. But I had I had never gone back to see the first one for the longest time until you know maybe like mid '90s or whatever, like when Fargo came out. I was like, I gotta see Blood Simple, and I was so blown away that that was their first movie. You know, they worked with Sam Raimi, so there was a and, and Barry Sonnenfeld and all these creative people at, you know at the start of their career. And there's that moment when the camera is going down the uh, the bar, and there's a drunk in the like in the way, and the camera goes. <laughs> And continues over and then goes into a conversation with Dan Hedaya. Yeah. And every I watch it every time before I go to shoot because it A reminds me like Your this movie. is this is their first movie and yeah. I'm still watching it thirty years later. Yeah. Yeah. So every decision counts. Yeah. So when they when they were on set that day and they were like, Fuck, how the fuck are we gonna deal with the bum that's on the bar? <laughs> Because we shot him already. He's already in the scene. We shot him yesterday. Like we, but we needed to get that shot. <coughs> Fuck it, go over him. And we're talking about it today. So yeah. like, it's so crazy to think that like decisions that we make on set yeah. will be seen around the world yeah. for years. If you, yeah. you know, if you're lucky. But at the same time, you watch that and you go like, n never stop trying to challenge yourself yeah. as a director. Like when you watch that from that movie, I always go, that, that was made for no money. With fucking spit tape and fucking duct tape, you know, it, it's insane that they made that first. So, anyway, it's my, that might be my Do you want to come on Douglas Movies and uh, smoke weed and not talk about movies? <laughs> I'm going to do that at Largo. I'm just going to sit there with a bong the whole time. I feel like I'm watching a master class. That's pretty cool. Sorry. Yeah. All right. It's very it is. No, This I'm is what happens when I smoke. I'm just, I just want to talk movies, so. Yeah, well, that's, Sorry. that's right. I mean, you know, I also want to hear you about know I love movies. 
<laughs> I truly plug. do. Such a plug. Yeah, but we got uh, Alicia here with the pot topics. Pot topics. There it is. <laughs> I, I jumped the gun. Fuck. I'm sorry. Back to one. <laughs> hey, Nick Rutherford's still here. Hey, David. How you doing? <laughs> Season two. I like just by the door, though, you know, just in case. Oh, he's that shadow. He's ready to bolt. Wow, that's dramatic. He's oh, ready wait. to get out of here. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Real Coen Brothers moment here. Yeah, that camera move was crazy. Whoa, that was nice. That was some Friedkin shit right there. <laughs> Um, anyway, so she's here to tell us the latest news in the world of marijuana. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so last year, 2017, the uh -huh. global medical marijuana market was estimated to have been $11.8 billion in revenue. Whoa. And in Thailand specifically, it used to be, marijuana used to just be an herbal medicine, but then it was classified as a narcotic in 1979. But now there's a new bill which has reached the legislative assembly and it has the goal of allowing medical marijuana use. In Thailand? In Thailand. Wow. Yeah. About time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> in three, two. Is that the only thing you didn't like about Thailand? Is the uh, the uh, their the stance on drugs? I hate that you know when yeah, they kill you for there. smoking a joint. You know? Yeah, that seems intense. That's, yeah, it's too too much. Too too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> 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 hey, more good news about medical marijuana. Uh, 80,000 80, UK physicians are now authorized to prescribe weed. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. Blimey. Yeah. yeah. How long ago did this happen? Did I hear about this? Just happened. Yeah. Brand That's new. fantastic. Here, here, here. It's amazing. This just in. Breaking yeah, news. But why aren't I getting those tweets? Come to the UK now. Like a lot of people think I don't go well, where they live because like, you I can't mean, smoke. Oh, did, you have a, did you have a tough time? Did I mean, have not a easy medical. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a tough time before getting weed in the UK? Have you? I, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> no, it's funny. It's people I know. People smoke me out after my show there, but I didn't like see a lot of it when I was there. The, did the they have the tobacco time. in it? They yeah. Uh, they like to make spliffs. <laughs> not a fan. I don't okay. like that. Yeah, not a fan. No. I get it. Though. And our UK that's audience Europe. is that's gone. Europe. You know, that's that's what they do. Yeah, in and it's not legal everywhere. So, like, I guess the it's tobacco change, helps no. to cover the that you're smoking it. Mm -hmm. you know? No, it's going to change. No, <laughs> can you imagine Thailand <laughs> going legal? Yeah, I am imagining it. <laughs> I, I've stick. never been, so I'm excited Ooh. about it. Yeah, they got they got marijuana there that just will, will keep you there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get out of it. You just move there. Yeah. It's so good it is. I agree. <laughs> I think Thailand sounds awesome. Yeah. Hey, in <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this place yet. It's called Planet 13. Oh, was there? Yes. You've Speaking been there? of adult playland. <laughs> I opened it. You opened it? Yeah, I was one of the, the I was a celebrity guy there to, uh, you know, take pictures. and. That's amazing. And say hi to everybody. Yeah, it's huge. You know what the it is? The biggest in the world. You know what it is? It took over the Coors Warehouse. Oh. That's how, and it's the biggest dispensary in the world. So how is that for poetic justice? And how far is it, uh, like it's uh, not on the strip, right? It's, it's, it's a block off. off the strip. The block off, wow. Yeah. That's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. And it it's just going to have like lounges, smoking lounges, and entertainment. 40,000 square feet. Yeah. I, I gotta, I'm going to put an art museum, Tommy Chong's high art. In, uh, in the, in That's the gonna be structure. part of the, yeah. the, the the facility. Yeah. There's wow. lots of like lights and music I hear. Oh yeah, it's got it, it, drones flying around and balloons. Wow. It's a real oh, stoner, right, right. Holy stoner smokes. paradise. You go there and oh yeah, just, I, when I'm high, a lot of things flying around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind things burning over my head. <laughs> Watching my every move. But it's big. Yeah, it's paranoid. huge. Wow. <laughs> it's huge. It's gorgeous. All right. So I like think you've heard of it. You know. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I Great. would say yes. 
Yeah, we got to go check that out in, in uh, Las Vegas Planet if 13. you haven't heard of it. Las Vegas. Planet, Planet 13. Planet 13. It's, it's not hard to find. <laughs> just ask for the biggest dispensary in the world. Do they make it, uh, does the out, outside look crazy or is it? Yeah, it's starting to. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, what is it's it, so like big. a spaceship or something? Or? No, it's, it's, you know, it's so big, there, it's always under, uh, under renovation to construct, or, or the art people got it, you know. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're dealing with it. But how were the first 12? Versus of the planet. <laughs> Sorry, I've been waiting a long time to say that one. Oh. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> I'm just glad finally there's a place I can buy weed that's also got my lucky number in it. Oof. What, 13? What? So that's how it is. <laughs> Next. Um, I don't know if any of you have heard of this one, but Mike Tyson is going to have a yep. new sitcom called Rolling with the Punches, and it's based on his own <laughs> you <can> life. Stop. <laughs> it's about a retired, a retired boxer who's growing marijuana. Yep. And, yep, I just, and he gets really high, and he tries to fight gorillas at the zoo. <laughs> I just really love this quote. He said, it's basically me acting like me, so people can get a look at what my life could be like in different scenarios. Have you seen his live show? Uh-uh. Oh, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, Spike uh, Lee, the movie director. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Really? Tyson's show, yeah. Tyson has a live show, and he talks about his past. And the one-man show that the he one did. The one-man oh, show. I, yeah, Spike I, wrote it. Wow. you got to see it. It, it, it. If Spike Lee directs that sitcom, yeah. I'm in. He probably I'm does. In. He probably will. I... Yeah, I I'm I I want to know who's hiring. Actually, you see him on stage. He tells the best stories. He talks about, you know, the, the craziness of the ghetto, and and what he went through. Oh, incredible stories. Well, I, I'm I'm ready to watch that show. Yeah, I, I wish want, you could I'll have watch it all here. thirteen episodes. It, it, it's probably Netflix or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So check it out. Yeah, they're really uh, intriguing stories. They're really ear biters. I just put a little button on the segment and we move on. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> I'm telling you, with this, the mug especially, I just really, I wish this was a morning show. I wish this was a, something that people would watch first thing when they wake up in the morning. I, mean, I guess you can watch it whenever you want. Yeah. yeah now now that I mention it, so try to it watch this morning. over breakfast, see how that works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when it goes to the wide, to the close, yeah, to the you close, don't have to, to the close, it's these, all awkward. You don't have to hear any of that news that's going on outside, because we're just here in this basement, you know. And, and, and let us know. Let us know. <laughs> you know, talk to him. Yeah, reach out to us. I don't have my phone or anything give, today. Give so. Doug some compliments, man. He needs them. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing pretty well for himself. Yeah. yeah. I'm not no, saying he, that you're... He needs a little more compliments, so, yeah. I love Everyone you. does. Yeah. No, Doug more than anyone. <laughs> I really feed on that stuff, <laughs> especially if the weed's not very good. But two years, I'm going to take off two years. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, you yeah. can go to jail. Because I've decided to follow the, the, what is it, the I Chong? You know what I suggest is commit a crime. Whoa. Wow. But for the, for the people, like I did. You know, oh, 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 for the people, like, yeah, uh, like sacrifice yourself. Yeah, Couldn't yeah, you put like, that against any crime and no, 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 no. You have to have a good crime. You have to go in there for something that's noble. Okay. A noble cause. What would be your that's noble right. cause, Doug? Huh? Stopping the pipeline. Oh, your really? Body. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was going hard pass. Hard pass. I mean, there's yeah, a ton of Yeah, it just feels ineffective. You and I go to jail. Illegal possession of a firearm while with narcotics. That's, that'll get you five years. Okay, I'll try that. That's a good one. Five years. But, there's a, but it's legal now. It's so you can't use that private word. conversation we're having. No, pot's too legal now, it, 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 so that wouldn't work. Yeah, well, I, we gotta I get can't Doug wait till we call it too legal. We've got to get Doug a crime. <laughs> we Everybody, send in, send in your suggestions of what kind of crime <laughs> Doug could get. <laughs> Could commit. Could we should do two years? Maybe post no, office no box more than two years. Zero, zero. <laughs> no, no more than two years. You don't want to go any longer than that. Oh, okay. So you really got to pick a real specific crime in hopes of getting exactly two there, years. There's a book of them. You can go through. Oh, okay. Could we film it? 
Oh, well, you'd have to. Just to just arrest me? Everybody films it. This, <laughs> dude, we can... There's no such thing as film cameramen That's anymore. true. Everything is Everybody's a documentary now. I guess I if you're doing a crime on purpose, you could get a crowd first and then do it. No. So there's, a bunch, so, there's, so there's a bunch of people there filming it. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, advertise. Well, that's what Trump does. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, he commits mm. crimes, has everybody films it. And speed it up. It's heavy. <laughs> Do you feel like your shows change now that cameras are in the, in the crowd? Or could be in the crowd? Well, now there's venues that are starting to take people's phones. They can't have phones at the show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They, they, like you, they put them in, in a pouch. Pouches. We just were, we saw Amy Schumer in Vegas, and uh, yeah, yeah, they took everybody's that. phones. Yeah. So it's a real uh, private huh. thing. Dave Chappelle is the one that kind of got it going for comedy. Really? He, he started doing it everywhere, because he just was sick of the idea that people could just put any portion of his act uh, on, on YouTube or yeah. whatever. Huh. Yeah, but the worst thing because you that can't develop a, a you know a material if you if, if it's you're, being time every stamped. time it's being filmed. Yeah, it becomes material. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah because then it's kind of like the final cut, like there. the way it's delivered, and that's it. You do the the comedy club in Denver. Mm -hmm. The comedy works. They take them there. Yeah, yeah. I was there uh, visiting my son, and I uh, went by the club, you know, just for old times' sake. Mm -hmm. And Chappelle was doing a, a pre-show that night. I couldn't stay though. Oh, but yeah, it's a. That's I think the best. you guys would hit it off. I think you got a lot in common. It's the best. I, I know Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. It's the best comedy club in the world. Really? Which one? Uh, what's it called? It's called Comedy, comedy Works, Works in downtown Denver. <laughs> it's a basement. Yeah, low but ceiling. But it's built like a like a mini theater, like a you know. Like it's not like the comedy cellar where it feels like a basement that's been converted. No, into what, a what they have, they have a, a, theater, a, a theater? big aisle down the huh. side, so you you go to where your table is and you can get in and out of the club real easy. And, oh, and yeah, and the seats are all like uh, you have little trays like uh, from school. Yeah. Oh no. Way. <laughs> that know, sounds like, amazing. You, know, you play no there. Actual tables. And, and 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 you're you're so captive, held captive by the performer. Because the performer, it's like an amphitheater, and so interesting. Oh, so you, you, the comedy comes out of you, just like <laughs> like a fountain. Yeah, and you played there before, Doug. Yeah, lots of times. We do Douglas movies there a lot. Oh, nice. And uh, I started doing a traditional thing of uh, every year on Mother's Day, I do a podcast taping there. No way. Because yeah, my initial theory was that uh, you know everyone's so high in Denver that like they don't really. They may not even know it's Mother's Day if I just say my show's on May 14th. <laughs> so you're doing them a service. <laughs> no, but also it's a lot of, uh, especially a lot of my fans it's that live. Such in, a good mother. A lot of my fans that live in Denver are, are displaced, you know, so they're not with, they're not in the same town as their mother anyway, you know, because they moved. Oh, so you they moved to Denver. Oh, they moved this to is Denver the cause to smoke that he needs to have a That's crime it. for. That's <laughs> it. You need to have, cause a crime for displaced mothers. For for helping. Oh well, no, they got crimes for that. You can Guys, burn down a nursery. I don't know how much we learned in this uh, pot topic segment, but thank you, Alicia. Absolutely. Wait, there's still more. <laughs> I learned a lot. We got to go to the oh, commercial. We more time. But there's a yeah, there's a topic about Snoop Dogg. Big shocker. Going on. Here. Yeah, there you go. I read can keep it. You can have it. You can read it during the next. Uh, I'll post this for the Patreon. Uh, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, look at that. Special just for the See? Patreon. Shout out folks. to Patreon. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank you, Whoa, Alicia. Thank you. And uh, we'll be mm. back with more with... Uh, <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> with Joe and Tommy. We'll be right back. Old people are always worried about the state of young people. But psychologist Jonathan Haidt thinks there's a serious case that social media has harmed this generation of kids. By 2015, everything's different. You're now posting stuff and hoping strangers will like it or follow you. You are not active as much. You don't touch as much. You don't put your arm around anyone as much. You're not out in nature as much. You don't laugh as much. Hear more this week on The Gray Area. We're back. We are back. Um, don't, we're not going to post the Snoop story on Patreon. It wasn't 
Turns out it wasn't anything. <laughs> Sorry, Snoop. Yeah. What was it? Give you us never a, made the cut. In a nutshell, dude. what was the story? What did Snoop do? He sneezed. What? I don't remember. You don't remember? <laughs> of course not. It wasn't that interesting. <laughs> Reading That's a good memory test. Because you're the only one of us that saw it. No, Tommy took a gander at it. Who's did you? Snoop? What happened to Snoop? <laughs> <laughs> Who is Snoop? Who is Snoop? Who is he really? Who did you get a name like Snoop? Um, I think he was really nosy. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. <laughs> it probably has some very esoteric oh, no. meaning, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe he just liked dog. peanuts. Maybe he's just a big Snoopy Because you called fan. your best friend in jail your dog. Oh, that's what everybody's best friend in jail is? Yeah. I used to I, call, call my best dog. friends that yeah. in middle school. Who was your best friend? You in... had a dog in middle school? Yeah, say, what's up, dog? <laughs> yeah. But I'd never been to prison. What a... Well, you've been in school. School is like a close. prison, yeah. Pretty close, yeah. <laughs> Very similar. It's actually the same. Just has hours. You don't want to know the truth. Because in federal prison, everybody's mandated to go to school if they had no education. Most, a lot of people in federal, in the lockup, wow. have never had school. So they're mandated to go to school. So it's like a school. Jeez. Learning all different courses. You can get degrees in, in prison. You know, through the mail and through the computers and that. They don't get to go home at the end of the day. Yeah, it's true. Until your sentence is up. Yeah. You can, also, until... you can also get degrees of murder. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> who was your... Who was your cellmate that... that uh... No, you don't say cellmate. Oh, you don't? It's too gay. Domestic partner? <laughs> you say Selly. Selly's good. Yeah. What? I like that. Selly? Sully's not Unless your name was Sully, that Sounds... would be kind of weird. <laughs> and, and you don't Sully. mock anybody in prison. That's a fine <laughs> line right there. Yeah, don't mock people in prison. They're no, gonna, they're gonna you don't want to do that. Yeah, but, they don't uh, have much to lose, and <laughs> you do. <laughs> but was your Sully... Uh, uh, Jordan Belford. The, yeah, the Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, and uh, Tommy's the one that gave him the idea to write a book. Well, I was writing a book, and and, and it's like, yeah, you should do said, this too. You oh, said I'm to write a book. Too. No way! <laughs> yeah. I didn't see your thanks in the credits for the movie. Oh, yeah, there. They are there. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Holy shit! They're, they're, they're somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> now you got to go back yeah, and watch that too. Enough. Give me an excuse to watch <laughs> The Wolf of Wall Street. Come on. Yeah, yeah, but are you going to fast movie. forward? Or are you going to watch all no, three I hours? No, I watched the whole thing. You feel the like you're on fast. The movie's actually eight hours long. You're going to forget to look for Tommy's name at the end by the time it gets to it. What's my favorite part of that movie? That and the, and the one shot where Leo's like crawling from the door the, the, to get to the Lamborghini yeah. and it's open. That, that is a tour de force. That was a, <laughs> that was a silent movie acting right yeah. there. That was totally. the first story uh, Jordan told me. The, the crawl the to the crawling car? Thing. He, he, wow. he entertained me for about six months. Every night he would tell me stories like that. And one after another, after another, after another. He went on. And you sit there and you go, and so, yeah, this so, could be so, a book. So yeah. when, he was, when he decided, you know, when I was working on my book and he decided he was going to write a book, he, he wrote a few pages and handed it to me like, like I'm his teacher, you know. And I read, I read a couple of pages and, God, I've read this before. Oh, it's Tom Wolfe. He had copied bonfires. Oh my God! He's a, he's a genius. So he he photographic memory and, and remembered actual Tom and, Wolf and passages. he wrote the whole thing. And and he said, "What do you think?" I says, well, yeah, "Dude, you haven't written shit. You know nothing. You wrote Tom Wolf." I have some notes. This is and so so he said, what do, you, "What do you suggest?" And I told him, I said, "Well, write the shit you've been telling me every night. That's what people want to read." And he said, "Oh, okay." You miyagi him. Yeah, and I, and I told him, I, I give him the, the, the most of rule. And he, and he quotes that all the time. I said, if you're going to write about something, it's got to be the most of, if it's going to be on film. You know, you gotta, it's got to be the biggest. What did you guy. think of the movie? I loved it. I loved it. I well, like <clears throat> Scorsese yeah. and, and DiCaprio. You can't go wrong. With the, I'm the writing a movie thing. about how I smoked most of the weed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What? And I'll, I'll catch up. That's fine. Like, I, I don't know. Oh, where that to start. wasn't a jab at you. I was just. Uh, <laughs> well, you I just wanted to use the expression <laughs> "most of." <laughs> I don't know. What, what's going on we over got here? Dabs ready? Yeah, it's dabs time. If you want to do that sort of thing. 
I've never done it. Oh, the dab. No. Do you want to uh, dab for the first time here? No, 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 that's not true. Peanut had like a like a pen thing that was kind of like shabby, I guess. Is that the same thing? It doesn't count. Well, no, but like he said it was like he was doing a lot of business at the top. Yeah, there's business. I've never done this. had business. Yeah, this is the way to go. <laughs> was there a snap with that? Well, this thing over here, Joe, is all business. Okay. It's complete business. A little bit of fun involved. Yeah, and some fun. How much oh, is that party reminds on top me, of business yeah. in the back? Or it's a pretty equal-sized mullet. If we're going to do a some, business uh, in the front, some dabs, some i got to find you guys your plugs all and right. say your plugs, because I'll forget to say them if I do more dabs. You want to do them? Sure. Let's do it. Oh, and i got a knit list of Patreon names i got to say, too. Hi, Robert. Hi, Robert Reynolds. Don't touch any of the metal stuff. <clears throat> okay. That's just one. You pull through here just like a normal bong. Mm -hmm. Put this on there, and it'll melt down. The cap goes on. When the cap comes off, clear it. Just tell me when to pull out. <laughs> there you go. He'll just say, just Sorry. suck while he says go. Yeah. He'll say <laughs> it over That's what he says. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Tommy's currently on tour with somebody named Cheech. Uh, and, and Shelby. And Shelby, mm -hmm. Shelby Chong, and always promoting his cannabis line, Chong's Choice. It's the best weed in the world. Chong's Choice. Better dot, than this, even. Chong's Choice dot US. Tell me more. <laughs> we'll put that up on the screen. Yeah. And then Joe Lynch, Mayhem is now on Shutter and iTunes. Thank I can't you. recommend it enough, especially. Like, just look at the title of the film and go, Would it, does that sound fun to me? <laughs> Do I want to watch Mayhem? Does it pique my interest? Because there is absolute mayhem in this movie. I can't say for sure about Point Blank yet, because he's working on it now. It'll be out next year on Netflix. I don't know how Point Blank it's going to be. And then, I'm so excited about this. I was participated in it last year. I'll have to call in or something. I got a, I got a gig I got to go do that weekend, but... The third Ouch, annual 48-hour Save the Yorkie Benefit Marathon, uh, his podcast, The Movie Crypt, uh, they're doing that on December 14th through the 16th. You, yep. just, you and Adam Green, Adam F. and Green, stand, just stay up for 48, 48 hours, hours straight, straight yep. and uh, raising money to save all the little Yorkies. We, we saved about nine wheelbarrows filled of Yorkies. Oh, my year. God. You yeah. always describe it that way. I don't like wheelbarrows <laughs> full of Yorkies. I don't it's like... so cute, though. Just think about it. Yeah, Come but on. they, they They're fall out. That fall... would be weird. You know, what, 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 what do you do with What are you doing with a wheelbarrow? Well, it's a Yorkie You're shelter taking them that we somewhere bad. donate yeah. to that, no, that no. saves Yorkies. Last year, we, <laughs> say, uh, we raised $24,000. You're taking them somewhere nice. You let them get in the car. Exactly. I mean, like an old-school baby carriage. Our co-host on the podcast is a Yorkie. Long story. You're cool. Yeah. Uh, so we, oh, I'm going to have to watch this. Man. Come and hang out. It'd be awesome. Oh, oh my actually, God. You'd be a terrific guest. Doug came on last year. We uh, a couple times actually came on first and then came back. <laughs> yeah, uh, you were they doing it for days. We so I was able to. We were. You know, uh, we would do like have down. guests. We had movie commentaries where we'd have people come in who mm -hmm. made the movie and we would sit there and watch a movie on the couch. And at that point, we had we were watching Dawn of the Dead. Mm. And we had the editor of the movie, Pasquale Buba, who recently died about like four months ago mm -hmm. of cancer. Um, but you've seen Dawn of the Dead, right? Mm -hmm. The original one. Yeah. You, know, you know the guy with the sombrero? Uh, like one of the bikers who okay. gets killed at the end? That's the editor of uh, all of George Romero's movies like in the, la in the later years, like Creepshow and uh -huh. Day that, of the that Dead. That was the editor. That was the editor. Put himself in? He also edited Michael Mann's Heat. Oh yeah. So nice little balance of uh, nice. of, of work, but uh, he was amazing. He came on. Um, he was a guest on our show, but then he came back because he for the cause and he was like, "I'll just sit down with you guys. We want to watch Dawn of the Dead." So Dawn of the Dead's my the first movie I ever saw. Mm -hmm. I was two. My mom. <laughs> We'll, we'll discuss. Uh, she couldn't find a babysitter, but that movie is huge for me. <laughs> Can you Are take you... a breath between each idea. <laughs> <laughs> So my mom took me to see this movie, and <laughs> Monkey Mel. So Dawn of the Dead was huge for me. So to sit there with the editor of Dawn of the Dead was amazing, and Doug showed up again to hang out. Martin McCarthy, <laughs> Brian Smith, Max Kinggold, <coughs> Carla Miller, Quasar Finkelstein. What could be Stein? 
Victor Miller, Heidi Ager, and Caroline Culberson. Victor Sorry Miller. about that. And the next show is uh, November 27th at 12.15. It's a show be, that I'm going to be selecting especially for you. And uh, uh, who needs to dab? Anybody need to dab? I just did it. It was amazing. And, and it was good, right? Fuck yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah. I did it, too. You had a lot to say <laughs> after, after you dabbed. You're good on dabs? No, no, I, I just did one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So you're, you're, you want two? Speak I, I, I did another one while you were just singing. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'll do, I'll do one right oh. now if that's cool. I mean, if it's hot and it ready is. to go. Yeah. We do movie dabs. That was a, that was a cinematic dab, yeah. for sure. No, let me just... That shit was widescreen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right there. There here we go. What was it like working with Scorsese on that? Uh, oh yeah, this is oh, fun. Like, you guys talk about it while I dab. Yeah, you just let us do whatever we want. Like, was he just kind of like, all right, guys, I want you to just come no, over here no, and just no, do your no, shit no, and no, go no, and no, just no, pick no. up the paper mache and go. No, he was, he was, he was like being directed by a stoner. He'd just stand there and look at it, and we'd tell him what we were gonna do. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, you go back. Yeah, we get, you know, we just did our thing, you know. It was real easy. That movie is We wrote nuts. our own, own really? dialogue and all, yeah. But, like, how that movie works where it's like you're traveling with Griffin Gunn throughout the night, yeah. was he just like, all right, so Griffin Gunn's going to be in a paper oh, machine no, cast and no. that's it? We had no clue of what, what, what that being, whole thing what was. Being, what had been shot. Wait, so you didn't no, know what he fell out of the, the van? I had no school. No so, idea. what did he say, like, all right, you're reacting to what? Yeah, he just said... Uh, We're after okay, some shit. Okay, you're trying to steal this thing, you know, the, the sculpture. And Not knowing that he was in there? No, we had no clue. <laughs> because we didn't know it was, a, it was somebody in there. We had no idea, you know, the thieves, the, our characters. Yeah. No, no, we had... Yeah, he we falls did out of the back we, of the van at yeah. the end and the plaster breaks and he gets up and dusts like, himself off. But that's we gotta amazing. Go. That was all editing. <laughs> That's all editing. <laughs> all we saw was, was what Thank we did you, that Dab night. Thank you, Dab King, you know? Taylor Rizzo. That's Scorsese. He's onto something. Thank you. Oh, no. He, he's, he's a master. He, he knows what people can do. Thank you. And he Tell just lets them do it, you know, basically. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Doc. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. Are we yeah, done? Yeah, we're done. <laughs>